0: and Welcome to Laundromat Insights, where we talk all things laundromat. I'm your host, Randy Radke. Well, we've got inflation, we've got possible interest rate increases. I don't know what that means. That's why we consult the experts. So to help us sort all that information out is our resident expert in all things finance, our manager of U.S. Underwriting, Jeff Harvey. Welcome to the show. Hey, Randy. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Happy is- New Year. And Happy New Year. And I, I do want to note that we are we are young in the podcast world. I think we're 12, 12 editions into this, but but Jeff, you have achieved rock star status as the only repeat guest thus far on the podcast. Oh, I feel so honored. It's a big deal. I'm sure you're <laughs> going to need an agent and there'll be tons of autograph seekers at least over the weekend. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive right in, and then by diving right in, let's take a step back. So last year we had interest rates that were about as low as we've seen. What did that generally mean for the laundry rep business and your finance team? Yeah, I mean it was it was a great thing, right? I mean, and, and
1: we absolutely we absolutely needed it coming off of 2020 and COVID and the impact. So. Uh, definitely a positive for us from a financing perspective. And and, and of course, for laundromat investors, um, they were able to see continued low interest rates, right? Which, you know, we passed that along to them. So essentially they've got lower costs to invest, whether it's replacement equipment, new laundromats, acquiring businesses, whatever that may be, they were able to benefit from that. And the good news in, in 2021 was, you know, we really started to see solid economic performance, right? Which translates right into the laundromat industry as well. Part of the reason we saw rates continue to stay low is while we, you know, you saw near the end inflation started to tick up, especially, but there were several periods throughout the year between the Delta variant, the Omicron variant, where, you know, it kind of hit growth reduced it a little bit so keeping them low during 2021 was pretty critical i think for all business owners but essentially certainly helped as we again made that transition from obviously a very difficult year in 2020 for a variety of reasons into kind of that growing
0: economy again with with a couple setbacks here and there i have this vision of your team when the interest rates are that low like literally working 18-hour days and throwing papers around and and your your computer's practically on fire because you're doing so much underwriting work is that is it is that remotely close to the reality of what happens when those rates are low Absolutely yeah the the amount of activity that we see really
1: ratchets up when you have rates that low especially when they continue to be that low right typically when you see low interest rates the economy maybe not isn't doing as well, right? Because as it really ramps up, they typically start to increase rates. And what we saw last year, and part of the reason we saw the volume that we saw, which is a good sign for the industry, is you really had the best of both worlds, right? You had economy ramping up. I mean, GDP was terrific. And I think every quarter besides Q3 was relatively... I think it was about two, two and a half percent, and primarily because of the Omicron variant and how rapidly that spread, Q4 numbers just came out. and I think it was around six percent. So you kind of got the best of both worlds last year in regards to rapidly expanding economy compared to prior year
0: and continued low interest rates. Now we're looking at 2022, and if 2021 was sunshine and beautiful weather, am I looking at storm clouds coming in? We're hearing we're hearing talk of, of rate increases coming. We've got historic inflation. What does all this mean for folks who are in the business, considering investing, replacing equipment? What do they need to know about, about what's on the horizon? Yeah, great question.
1: Yeah, there's 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 a lot going on. Definitely, you know, first thing that I kind of want to touch on with everybody is, yeah, there's there's absolutely a lot to look for for laundromat owners and and some challenges up ahead, but there's some positives too, and that's where I kind of wanted to start, Randy. I mean, yes, you have in, you have inflation pretty high. It's the highest we've seen in, I mean, some of our lifetimes dating back to the '80s, I believe. And that's definitely, you know, we now know and listening to the Fed going to lead to rate increases this year, probably three, right? But what I wanted to remind all the listeners out there is, hey, high inflation in and of itself, if it's not too high, isn't necessarily a bad thing. As long as it's managed appropriately, it doesn't get too high and it doesn't stay high for too long, right? And what's usually happening in the rest of the economy when inflation's high, right? You have low unemployment, which we do right now. You have wages rising as well, right? So it's not just the cost of products that are going up, it's wages that are rising as well. So all in all, the the positive side of it is that you're seeing really good things in the, in the, in the economy, which is a good thing for laundromat owners and people looking to invest. What is that? If wages are high, demand is strong. People are going to be coming to your laundromat for sure. Right. Um, they have more disposable income. So I'd say that's, that's the positive. That's the exciting things right now. How do, how do, how do laundromat owners address some of the challenges that we've, that you touched on that come along with that? Well, obviously the big, The big piece being inflation, right? And what does that mean and how will that impact either current laundromat owners or investors? Well, you know, the easiest to point to, right, is what does inflation mean? It means the cost of of goods and services are going up. So from a laundromat owner's perspective, really, really need to focus on looking at at your P&L. What's happening to your expenses? Are they rising, right? And once, once you've looked at that, you can kind of address then at that point, Okay, so what do I do with these rising costs? Because they're going to eat into your profitability. And you can decide whether you bear that burden or whether you look at your pricing structure and how you set your vend prices, et cetera. And do you want to pass those along to customers? And essentially what you're seeing in the, ind- in the industry and in the economy as a whole is a lot of those are being passed on to customers. And hence you have, hence you have rising costs. That's probably the biggest and most important. Um, but just some other items that I would suggest laundromat owners really, really hone in on and look at is labor, right? I mean, keep in mind, it's, it's, it's now a very tight labor market. I, we know laundromat out there are having a tough time finding employees, and then obviously they're having to pay them more. So just be prepared for that, making sure that you're, you're, you're constantly looking to where you can attract talent from and et cetera, and, and know that that's a risk that you face. In your day to day and managing those expenses to the best of your ability would be another one. Those are really the two biggest. Uh, the other thing, obviously, is rising interest rates will certainly make it more expensive to invest. But at the end of the day, you, you still have to look at what your return on investment. And historically, from a laundromat side of things, replacing equipment, investing in our business, it's a pretty strong ROI that you achieve. So it may eat into that a little bit, but but still, again. With the great demand that we're seeing out there, uh, still a a huge opportunity, even though some of those costs
0: are going up. Let's dig into that a little bit then. If you haven't scared me off yet, I'm still thinking this is a good industry for me to be in. What do I need to look at from a finance uh, perspective and what are the pros and cons to my options that are going to, I don't know if I can be fully insulated, but give me the best bang for my buck, so to speak? Yeah. So, you know, a a few things to look at. Obviously,
1: from an interest rate perspective, there are, I think sometimes investors are a little bit surprised by the amount of options that are out there, right? I think what, what jumps in our head, fixed rate, variable rate, right? But even within those two different options, there's a, a lot of specifics that you just need to look at to make sure you un, you understand what's really out there, right? In this environment, you know rates are rising. It's absolutely Terrific time to look at what are what are the fixed rate options, what's out there, right? Because what are the pros to that? It's going to help at least insulate you a bit from rising rate increases because you know here's my rate, I know where it's at, I can budget to that, I know what the monthly payment's gonna be. That's the huge pro. So obviously anytime you can get that, that's a terrific thing. There is, depending on the rate offering, right, sometimes a drawback to that. Typically, not always, right? And that's gonna depend on each investor and, and what they what they're seeing out there in the market, but Typically, there is a bit of a premium to fixed rate loans, right? You're you're paying for that essentially security that your rates won't go up and that you have the fixed monthly payment. So I would say that's the potential drawback, just to keep in mind, right? But you have to look what the actual rate is and determine what's going to be best for you from a variable rate perspective. You know, obviously in the market that we're in, certainly understand that investors are going to have some concern with that. But my recommendation is don't always count it out. When we look back over the past. let's call it 10 to 15 years, we've had a couple years in there of rate increases and the rest historically low, right? The, the Wall Street Journal prime rate, which a lot of rates are based off of, has been really low. And if you actually look at your total interest expense, a variable rate oftentimes, but it depend, again depends on where the rates are at, oftentimes has been a cheaper alternative. So something for you to consider, right? Because if you're paying a little bit higher for the fixed, you know, you can get an idea from the Fed where rates are going to be going, but there's no certainty there, right? Which is the drawback to the variable. More than likely your rates are going to be in your costs then are going to be increasing as that rates go up. But one thing I would point out to on that option just to get investors familiar with it if they're not already, right? Take a look to see if that variable rate has a floor, meaning, you know, a lender may start start your your rate at Wall Street Journal prime plus some spread. If they add a floor, it essentially means if there's a difference between the floor and the prime rate, you've got some protection yourself. So it's not a true fixed rate, but You have some protection in there so that as rates rise, yours may stay steady for a little while. You know, so, you know, if you have a lower rate that has a floor, maybe that ends up being a a better option for you and a little less costly and you're okay taking on some of the risk that the fixed rate essentially protects you from. Or maybe the variable rate has a ceiling right? So it can only go up so high. And maybe you get a little bit of the best of both worlds. You start out a little bit lower, you're capped out. Maybe that's a little bit higher than the fixed rate offering that you have on the table. But all of those options are things to weigh for customers. So my big messaging is, yeah, absolutely. Look look for fixed if it's out there, but don't necessarily count out the variable rate because sometimes depending on what the offer is and some of those specific details, it may make sense. Another important thing to look for is if you're looking at a fixed rate, is it truly fixed for the entire term or does it adjust at some period of time because then you do still have some of that risk where if rates go up, you'll eventually be impacted by it. It's similar to an arm or an adjustable rate mortgage where it's fixed for a period, then goes to variable. maybe it resets and fixes again. Uh, maybe it just stays variable at that point. So a lot of factors to look at from from an investor standpoint and at the end of the day, that's what your lender's there for, right? They can talk through with you what are the pros and cons, what's my risk, you know, because at the end of the day, every investor has different things that are important to them. Some people really love fixed. So even in, you know, 2012, 2013, rates didn't really move much for several years. Some investors really valued that hey, I want it fixed, I want it locked in case anything ever changes and my payment's fixed. Some investors said, hey, you know what? If it goes up 25, 50, 75 basis points and I end up paying a little bit more on my monthly payment, but I'm still lower overall than my fixed rate offering at the time it was on the table, I'm okay taking that risk. So every investor really has their own unique goals, objectives when it comes to financing and the offer. So there's, there's a lot to consider. Lean on your, your finance partner, your lender, to talk through some of those pros and cons. Is
0: that normally how things flow? Do, do investors normally come to you and say, hey, I want to get in the business, direct me in, in the best finance options that are going to fit what I want to do? Or do they normally come in and say, this is what I want and, and let's get the paperwork rolling?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a mixed bag, right? I think it's, it's probably split evenly. Some, you know, I would say a good portion of them come in with an idea in mind as to what's important to them. Sometimes as a lender, even some condition you know, additional education on making sure kinda of they know and understand the options and pros and cons, even if they have kind of that mindset coming in. Because at the end of the day, from you know, at least from our perspective, and I think you'll see this in a lot of lenders, we're really here trying to do the best thing and make sure that the investors educated on pros and cons and what's gonna be best the best decision for them at the end of the day. So I do think it's a bit of a mixed bag because we do have a good amount of investors that'll come to us and seek that advice. Or I can always pay cash
0: out of my pocket, right? That works too. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We would like to tout our finance program as being closer to the business. We have a lot of advantages that we can bring to the table in working with a new investor because we're in this industry. Is the current climate like one of those times that, that you look at and say, hey, they're, for the most part, investors are going to be better served working with a manufacturer? Do things normally tighten up? from a bank standpoint, in the current climate that we're looking at? Absolutely. I mean, I think now's, I always recommend it,
1: to tell you the truth, regardless of the environment. You know, I will say as rates start increasing, obviously your costs are going to go up. They're encouraging essentially what that means is the Fed is tightening monetary policy. So obviously there's going to be less capital available to lend. So of course you you will start to see some tightening probably from banks or since there's less money in the system to essentially lend, it, it could it could eventually right hit the laundromat industry from a banking industry perspective. So obviously knowing that you have a manufacturer is going to be really valuable for investors. You know, I, I always encourage that regardless of the environment that we're in, because I just think the ability to work with a lender that has industry knowledge and know that you're getting that additional support and that additional comfort level on, hey, they know the industry. They're not just lending me the money, they're lending me and the business the money, and they know the business that goes into their credit decision. It's a huge plus. Does this
0: current environment create opportunities in our
1: industry? Oh, absolutely. You've you've got, again, a strong economy, strong demand. And the other thing that it really forces us to do is the point I touched on before. Costs are going up. It really makes us focus on, hey, what's happening to my costs? Where are they going? What's happening to my profitability? So that you can decide what to do, not just from a pricing standpoint. Now it's it, it, Kind of gives you that extra incentive to say, okay, how can I make my operation even more efficient, right? You don't want to strip out value, right? You just want to keep the value in there and look at making your your operations more efficient. And obviously, one of the great ways to do that, right, is utilities are just like anything else that are rising and going up. So if you've got older equipment, an absolute great time to look at investing because that's going to make your operations more efficient. And there's a lot of benefits that go into that. But you know, that's to me one of the big opportunities that it presents.
0: Absolutely. We'll wrap it up. You've given folks a lot to chew on. I'll give you an opportunity to reinforce your best piece of advice for owners or new investors in the current climate. I I really have twofold. One, one obviously for
1: existing owners, and one that kind of applies to both. But from current owner standpoint, I just can't stress it enough. I know you've heard me repeat it, but it's just so critical. Look at your expenses. See the impact that inflation's having. And if you haven't already. Make a determination on what you're going to do with your pricing strategy. And is that something that you can or want to pass along um, to your customers as well to, to keep your profitability? And that's important because profitability at the end of the day, that allows you to continuously invest in your business. The other thing that I would say for all investors, just in general, from a rate perspective is just make sure you talk with your lender and you understand some of those options that we talked about today and what's available. And just remember to look at the total package, right? We talked a lot about interest rate today and the different options that you can choose from, but there's a handful of things that go into that too, that we we didn't touch on yet, like uh, prepayment penalties, security deposits. Security deposits is a huge one right now, right? What, What happens in an When we have inflationary time periods, the value of currency is going down. So if you have a security deposit you're putting in on a finance offer that you don't get back for five years, well, guess what? That $5,000 isn't worth nearly as much when you get it back in five years. So important factors like that to consideration, but make sure you talk to your lender and truly understand what the rate offering it is so that you kind of have an idea as to, okay, what are my potential impacts in regards to interest costs or investment costs?
0: Definitely rock, rock solid advice. Jeff, thanks for lending us your expertise. See what I did there, lending. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Love the pun. And everyone else, thank you for tuning in. We hope you'll join us again for another episode of Laundromat Insights.